This is the Authentic Dating series brought to you by Ahmad and David. Where we explore what it takes to have a dating life you're excited about. Hi, I'm David. I'm Ahmad. And this is the Authentic Dating series. In this episode, we're going to cover a very interesting topic and uh, yes, very, very excited do men just want sex? Yes, just sex. We all just want sex with you, don't we? Isn't that <laughs> well, what we're just running around doing? Well, there's a couple of other questions. Uh, and it wasn't just about do men want sex, but also like, what well, do, do men confuse sex with intimacy? And if so, why do men confuse sex with intimacy? Yeah, so we're going to kind of talk into these, talk to these topics today with a few points and this kind of a discussion, but also we're going to kind of give you some of our ideas and our own experiences within these topics and, and points but equally some stuff for you to as guys to go away and really think about I can like look at your own actions and think okay is this something I'm doing do I want something different from this am I aware that this is going on for me yeah so to begin with um, the most obvious thing and it's something that we're all taught in like high school i think at least i don't think it starts off in primary school at least not here in the uk uh sex education and the idea that most men are biologically hardwired to want to reproduce so there's this lizard reptilian concept of being the red hot-blooded male um the human animal factor i'm literally mm. reading the notes here verbatim uh but uh, the human animal factor uh, of yeah being an animal with with sex like this concept that men are just animalistic with their sex like mm. they can't help themselves it's all they want <laughs> it's just the, it's the testosterone that's coursing through our veins that's just like driving us to to spread our seed and just reproduce what's that what did you read on the website earlier a coursing through the veins no, but what, testosterone ah sex is is hunger hunger for a man it's, it's like a, a hunger, hunger. Yeah. Like, a, like a you know like you know guys like, you know you fancy some chocolate you know, and you, you think, mm, I want some chocolate. And you, all you can think about is having chocolate. And apparently, according to um, Psychology Today, mm. their article, sex for men is like a hunger. I don't know if I fully agree with that, but I've often been hungry. Mm. Mm. Well, as you say that, I mean, I, I'm always playing devil's advocate. And I'm like, well, I could think of a, a few hungry girls as well. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hungry. yeah. They'd be hungry too. Uh, equally, equally. But um, yeah, I think there's a there's a genetic makeup in terms of as humans. If to forget, it's not just men. It's like as humans, we're here to reproduce. Our sole purpose is to reproduce. There's every, I'm a great believer that everything we do while we're here is in the aid of reproduction. And everything, and if you think it's anything else, I'm sure I can explain to you a way in which is actually fully in line with just you know making more of us humans. Hmm. Well, I think that's a, an interesting idea because. One of the things that we, in contrast to this human biological factor that you and I were looking at and discussed was like, well, actually, on the other hand, from a more mature perspective, are we confusing sex uh, with love and intimacy? Mm, this is point two. Nicely mm. segued in by Ahmad over I'm there. I'm very good at segueing. Segway. I'm a segway master. Segway master. Ah, yeah. we teach this at home. Segway master. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no racial uh, in your windows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was that English accent you just did there. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Irish. Um, so yeah, like as men, it's like something, this is something I really think is, I've, I've definitely experienced myself as like, where especially when I've been in between relationships where, you know, you're feeling like you kind of miss that love and intimacy you have with someone that you, you know, really care about. And you kind of go and have lots of sex because it's kind of the closest thing you can experience to that love and intimacy. 
And I think there's a lot of men out there that don't even realise that like that kind of deep love and intimacy between someone you really care about and really love being with and spending time with really exists. And they are just kind of out kind of chasing around, just having lots of just sex that doesn't have much meaning and doesn't have much connection in it. And it's just leaving them feeling, I think I can leave you feeling quite empty. So, I mean, I know what, like what we were saying in terms of our point, but like, it's that, so you're saying like, there's a disconnect between the emotion of how to express the, the, the disconnect of how to express that emotion of love. Mm. And there's only the physical understanding. Yeah. Of what I it think, is. I think for, <clears throat> I think as men, we're not really taught about love as we grow up, as we get into our, into our kind of manhood, we're taught very much about kind of our physical body and our wants and in terms of desires and things like that. But we're mm. not taught really how to express love and, and intimacy and closeness between one another, between a man and a woman. And sex is, is a, there is a closeness in that, right? And there is a level of intimacy, but when it's just purely sex and just, you know, sleeping with lots of women or having sex without having that kind of that deep feeling for someone and be able to kind of have sex with them and look them in the eye and really feel that love for them. And even, you know, I say feel love for them and I, for, for a woman, I don't always mean you are in love. You can feel love for someone that you have only spent two hours with, you know, if you, if you let your guard down and really kind of connect on that way. Mm. I mean, that's a, that's a two hour long topic right there. I think. Yeah. Being love and in love. And <laughs> totally. I was like, I was like, Oh dear. He's just opened the door to a whole nother wormhole of conversation. Um, but no, going back to that. Yeah. Like it's what I, what I was really understanding with all of that is how interestingly, like, yeah, on a human level, we want that affection. Mm. We want that closeness, that intimacy, but because we don't know how to express it, mm. especially when we're raised to essentially reject all things loving mm. and all things like that like feminine. Yeah. All things feminine. Yeah. Mm. And it's a very feminine feeling. Mm. And so we're like, uh, men, uh, this uh. is how we express love. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you do it in the bedroom. Uh. Um, but it's it's very it it does ring true because like I just I just you know we're both like thirty five now well actually I'm a little bit younger by like nineteen days um, <laughs> doesn't look and, it uh, right now currently <laughs> so I'm not quite thirty five but you know just the experiences of life and how we've seen things in kids growing up and we see now today like you know our, our nephews or you know our our friends kids and how they're treated or how they're like told, oh, boys don't cry or mm. this, 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 and da, da, da. Boys play with these toys and girls play with these uh, ones. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. all starts there, you know, and like, yeah. you know, you, you little girls sitting, you know, not little girls, but girls at school, they spend lots of time talking in the playground and boys just running around playing football, mm. whatever it may be. And these are stereotypes we're, we're kind of wheeling here, but a lot of this stuff rings too for a majority of men. And it's just that I think there's a case, there's a disconnect, especially a lot of young men where, they're not growing up into allowing that kind of those feminine energies come out of them in terms of love and nurturing and like really feeling what's going on in their heart. Mm. Yeah, that's actually a fascinating thing. And seeing sex as like, and I think this kind of moves on to the next point. Ah, no, it's not the next point. <laughs> I am the Segway master. Okay, I lose, I lose the Segway game. <laughs> Uh, I was actually going to say, I mean, I actually thought, you know, there was a lot more to point number two than we previously gave uh, credence. credence to or awareness to. 
because that you know that is a very interesting fact about men um especially growing up and being able to express yourselves and even to say you love someone and how mm. you know and to hug and to mm. hold hands holding hands is like another one for some guys they can do it with ease yeah i've always been like really odd about it yeah like especially when i was young uh or younger rather and uh dating in, in before i mean but then there were like rules like never to hold a, girl, a girl's hand in public yeah nah, 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 and if you a... did use that was your girlfriend yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like you know even to now i know a lot of guys who feel really uncomfortable with holding hands like mm. it's something that i felt very uncomfortable with i wasn't uncomfortable with but i was like very aware of other people seeing like mm. oh who's gonna see you know um what what, it, what, what does, does it, mean? it mean what does it mean or what does it mean what what is she gonna make it mean it's yeah, like you yeah. know and i guess that's also this kind of intimacy it's like say you are sleeping with a girl who and it might be casual you know it could be mm. perfectly casual and you'd be like wow just that was such a beautiful that was such a beautiful night we had together now a lot of men might be worried about saying that because of what she might make that mean yeah instead yeah. of just being in like oh that's what i want to say yeah, yeah, and that's, yeah, that's totally. what I feel. I'm actually, <clears throat> I'm actually getting. You know, we could probably end this here. Just say like, you know, do men just want sex? No, we just struggle to express intimacy. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. We don't know how. We just don't know how to. Yeah, express, and it uh, takes some time to learn. And yeah. a, a lot of learning comes through just learning to. For me, came I learned like a huge amount on my ayahuasca experience a few years ago, and it was just to say the things that I'm thinking. Mm. You know, I remember you were going through that phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, you know, just learned to kind of say, oh, look, I had a great night or that was amazing. Or just express it in some noise even. I'm really gesticulating with my hands <clears> here. <throat> but it's just like to go, mm, just let it out, you know, mm. instead of always. And not be afraid to touch someone in public in case what it means. Yeah. So to move on to points, I think uh, we point three and four are actually quite quite similar. And these points really, I just want to like, kind of give a contrast here because as much as people often say oh do men just want to have sex there's a big generalizing like sweeping generalization mm. of men in that respect and and the next thing that i i this is one of my points is like not all men are the same yeah like social conditioning plays a huge role some men massively pl uh, placate their sex drive i know that was definitely there for me growing up um especially with a religious upbringing and then others like absolutely admonish it completely. Like yeah. as in they pretend, I oh, say pretend, but they don't even realize that's going on. But it's like they don't have one. They and become monks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and they go, they can even go the opposite route. So like as in, yeah, like monks. Uh, and then the, the, the thing that connects that is the question of like, well, society, media and movies um, and how they've historically portrayed men and you had an example yeah yeah as was, was, um you know we all know the james bond movies and he's always kind of portrayed as a very much of a like ladies man like picking up women you know for and very much using women for his purpose of like getting information or getting close to the baddie and then them often just dying him and not being very bothered about it <laughs> um i can i'm trying to think is it what's the movie where he's the woman gets painted gold Goldfinger. Is it Goldfinger? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's interesting because I've read all the Ian Fleming books and in the books, he's a lot more like a lot more loving. He, like, he, when he talks about the women, he almost like falls in love with them when he spends a few days. Mm. I think is it Dr. No, where he meets the girl who's like fishing for like clams or something mm. and he meets her on the beach and he's like really just taken and taken by the woman, the way mm. how she's just like so in the nature and she's so kind of free in herself. Um, and that's something you don't get in the movies because the movies portraying very much as kind of a ladies' man, Casanova, pick him up, put him down. Yeah. And I think this is something that 
we're seeing a bit less of, I think, in movies and roles now, but it was definitely something like in the 90s, you know, all these movies, it was like the leading man, especially action movies. It was just like this guy who just, you know, well, churns through you women. You can actually see in the more recent James Bond, like uh, there Casino was Royale. the one after that, um, there was, because after Casino Royale, there was a the one where essentially like the girl gets kidnapped and you see him actually feeling sad. Like he's, mm. he's, he's like, oh, he's like, oh no, like. I love her and she's gone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for the first time, whereas Bond, the other one, just be like, uh. time for a drink. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, so, yeah, you can actually see through time how these things have changed. Um, but as uh, something that you said, actually, when we were putting these notes together, which was interesting, which is like, that's what was portrayed and it's actually very hard to change that. That, portrayal, yeah, that yeah. Portrayal, yeah, because those that portrayal kind of gets inbuilt into like you know maybe men our age and older, and then they teach that to their children unwittingly, you know, very unwittingly, it's very oh, unconscious teaching. Oh, supposed to be, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, I know Gillette are trying to do their bit to kind of change that round yeah, with the little yeah, advert, yeah, yeah. which is pretty. Oh, I quite like the advert; it's pretty, pretty cool. But what we don't have much of as men is is like the portrayal of men as that kind of Casanova slash kind of ladies man it's not very sex positive in a way do you know what I mean it's very much there's no love in the in the it's very very there's rarely no emotion it's all play mm, it's all play it's, it's and, all physical yeah, yeah yeah and that's that's something that I think is definitely something there's room for in the space for men is like creating it that sex is it can be really beautiful between a man and a woman and a man can feel that you know as mm. well and kind of put that love into care into it even if it's for one night two nights or or whatever mm. i think that's definitely something that we're we've endeavored to teach through uh, this podcast and express rather than mm. teach other i'd have to say more of an opinion and expression um but uh yeah like uh, the next point actually is uh like around how men often use sex as a way of validating themselves. And I, and I think just what you were saying there about the media, about how we continue to portray men as being this more physical focused and, um, uh, and women as a, as a trophy or something to be discarded, collected and discarded mm. concept leaves us in a space where, yeah, it, it, is, a, it is a thing as like, ah, oh, you know, who's had more women yeah. and how many notches on the bedpost yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as opposed to connection mm. and, and honoring of, of human beings and respect yeah. and, and nurturing and, you know, all these other feminine words I can reel off. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but so, so often this is where, again, just because there's a sweeping generalization that all men are the same. Yeah. And I've done the quotes with my hand, my fingers here, so the quotes, all men are the same that, um, this yeah then what does that leave it just leaves a competition yeah yeah and you can see it in men and like you know i definitely thought i've been there where lad using yeah this laddish behavior mm. of kind of like you know just kind of being like you know you've banged so many girls you've had so many girls in a what week what do you mean what do you mean by bang bang sex okay bang, yes, bang. Yeah. just for the listeners who don't know what bang means <laughs> okay. he's not talking about that milk in uh india oh bang lassi bang, bang lassi. is yeah. the weed yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for our indian <laughs> listeners <laughs> we know about that lassi out there good lassi um yeah it just becomes a bit of a like validation tool to kind of feel more manly and feel oh. more validated and need feel... that on a t-shirt bang <laughs> by authentic dating series <laughs> banged by authentic days yeah that's good. Um, but yeah, you just use sex as a way to validate yourself and feel like you're more manly than the other men around you because yeah, you've had yeah, more yeah, women. Yeah, 
And yeah, it's a really empty game. Well, that was point number five. Point number six. Once you've had lots of sex, you see that it's empty and meaningless, mostly. Mm, mm. But there is nothing wrong with having sex for the pure enjoyment of it. But the, the point here is, though, is, as you were saying... Mm. It's yeah, yeah, it becomes very empty, meaningless. Like, and the, the problem that not the problem is, is that often men, because they think they should be having lots of sex or at least trying to have lots of sex, that's what they strive to do. Well, that's what that's what makes you king. Yeah, 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 king of the castle. And it's only when you you've had lots of sex, you might look back and go, oh, actually, that that wasn't. It's not that fulfilling anymore, or it wasn't that fulfilling. Mm. I just thought it was fulfilling, and you start to look for something a bit more substantial, a bit more loving, a bit more caring. And again, it doesn't have to be a relationship necessarily. You know, you could be, you could choose to be polyamorous or you could choose to just be single, but you can still kind of go about your sexual life mm. and your sex with, with love and care and honouring. Like honouring is a big thing for us. So I definitely observed growing up, like, especially, you know, it was almost like I had a, um, a difference in cultures, you know, one at home, one at school. And definitely in school and growing up with like other guys who are good with women and just thinking, right, this is this is what this is what people are celebrated for. Men rather, yeah. this is what men are celebrated for. This is what means you're um you know, you're you're to be respected or whatever. In, in, or that you're successful as a man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at. Being successful. Uh and and then over time because it was never really my it, yeah I, i've never I, i've never really felt deep down that this is how i want to live mm. but by and large looking at the men around me i was like ah oh, this is how i should live yeah and then over time though one of the things that stood out uh is that as as we get older is noticing where it goes from being oh it's so cool that you're doing that mm. to oh this is actually a bit of a problem that it's not it's not it's no longer it's no longer a goal yeah it's now become something to get out of and yeah. and, and, and pivot into something else mm. uh, as people start to settle settle down and, and have relationships totally and as a very interesting thing i remember learning years ago especially learning this stuff is like what it takes to have sex with a girl and what it takes to have a relationship are two very different things. Very different yeah, things. Yeah, two very different things. And so then you realize that uh, on one hand, at least anyway, when it comes to sex, if that's the sole focus and, and that's the sole goal, that you're, it's that old adage of you you climbing a ladder to realize the ladder's up against the wrong wall. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, fuck, I need to switch walls. <laughs> <laughs> it's not always the case. I'm not, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm not like, you know, um, bashing anyone. Uh, who who's living or has a certain life choice in any particular way i'm just merely pointing out that how interesting it is when we pursue something because we think it's what we should be doing mm. and then later on realize that ah oh, that's not actually what we want and now we've just gone so far down one path and really it hasn't got us any closer to what we thought we were going for yeah i can i can say like for myself i totally spent a lot of time just having lots of sex with different people you know become like quite serial you know to be seeing multiple women for long periods of time um, how long, how long? <clears throat> what the individual women or as a it could be like a year and i'd be seeing you know i could cycle through quite a large number in that time <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i'm laughing because that man's giving me this look of like yeah, well, it was a number right <laughs> um <clears throat> but, I, <laughs> but i mean it's like you kind of you just, you know, you just like, you know, sleeping with two or three women a week, potentially, you know, mm. because you think, oh, you know, I'm enjoying it. It's fun. But like you said, it doesn't get, if you 
want to kind of think, oh, okay, I want a relationship. It doesn't move you in that direction very well, actually, you know. And actually, mm. you know, I came to this realization quite a while back now that actually that's not really that's not really enjoyable for me. It's much more enjoyable to kind of connect with someone and get to know them and really just share myself. And actually, <clears throat> that's an interesting thing there, right there. That's not enjoyable for me, and and that's that's I think is a, is a crucial element, and that's what you know. I was faced with at one point was going, hang on, this is what I thought was the goal, mm. but that's not enjoyable for me. And then I've been fighting against my own enjoyment as yeah. regards to what I've been pursuing and, and then realizing, oh, maybe I should just listen to what, like what works for me yeah. like internally. And that's, a, and it's a really internal thing. So again, it's, you know, totally, I don't think Dave, you know, or myself here are, are saying anything wrong, bad and what anyone's choosing, but rather we're just kind of looking back and yeah. reflecting and saying, oh, okay, what was our values? What were we looking for? Mm. What, where did we end up? And then, oh, okay, you know, that, that no longer made us happy. Yeah. And then you decide that you think, okay, I wouldn't mind something a bit more substantial. And again, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to stop having sex altogether. You just might add more love into your sexual relationships in general. Mm. So point number seven was sex in relationships, actually. So there you go. Pretty good, pretty good segue. segue. You've had good segues in the past. Mm, I'm good at that. So sex and relationships. Um, you, again, you had a really good in, a point that you made during the notes about um, a man's sex drive dipping and a woman's increasing. Yeah, it's been my experience a few times and like the experience of some of my friends or maybe it's just me that my sex drive dips. I don't know if that's been up for you, but like often in mm -hmm. a relationship, I think we just get very comfortable with each other, don't we? Where you're kind of like, oh, it's Thursday night. And we could have sex or we could watch one more episode of Game of Thrones, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, and it just kind of means that, you know, you go from having sex every night to quite easily having sex once a week, once every two weeks. Or, you know, I, I've met and spoken to people who are in a lot of sexless relationships, which I think is classed as like less than twice a year oh, or wow. less than twice every six months. Wow, I have wow. to check the the thing there, but like yeah. you know, anything like that, it's pretty, it's pretty low. And you just get very comfortable and you're not, you know, you stop kind of, you know, making any real effort mm. to make it something you prioritize. Yeah, I've, I've noticed it's something even like, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's actually very similar for myself where once in a relationship, there's a natural decline uh, in sex. And and <clears throat> well, well, the difference between that and being in a relationship is just like it, when you're pursuing someone, it's like part of the excitement of getting to know that person. Mm, you get the lustings. Is the lustings and the and the sexual exploration and the understanding of each other on that intimate level. And the kind of newness of it all. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, there was a real importance, I noticed, that when it comes to a relationship to stoke the fire, so mm. to speak, to keep things going, to to actually bring the energy and recognize and again, this is experience. It's not, you know, it's not something I, I was innately born with, but it's an understanding of like seeing that it's, it's almost like you can call it a boredom. It's seeing a boredom creep in mm. and recognizing that if you allow that to persist, that becomes you, that becomes a relationship. So what do you, what do you find that you do to, in your relationship to kind of keep that boredom at, at bay, to keep it things like exciting and new and enjoyable? Well, genuinely, I, I think the thing that works for um for me and my girlfriend is that we actually are very expressive mm. like we communicate what i mean by it is we communicate uh, and so speaking openly about these things and and actually communicating about our wants and desires again openly and always having that ability to communicate 
And the reason why I'm, I'm saying that as, an, as the answer is because I know where there's been situations where there's been um, a disparity between the, between the two of us, we'll talk about it mm. and it'll come up and then we can actually communicate and see what, now what, how each other feels and, and how we want to move things forward. So, so there's that. And then I, I uh, the other thing again is understanding that it is a thing. It's mm. not like, oh no, it's not going to happen to me. Because mm, it <laughs> yeah, will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not coming at it from that perspective. I'm coming from this perspective of like, oh, okay, this is something that can happen and I need to bring. There's, there's an old saying, and I'm not saying I live by this, but it's a really good saying. And it's like, if you always do what you did at the beginning, there'll never be an end. Uh, and it's easier said than done, yeah. but it's essentially, it's like, you know, that energy that you bring at the beginning with the interest and mm. that, that, that almost like puppy like excitement yeah. to a relationship. Like, you know, if you keep that and it's easier said than done, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, we're, we're both relatively young and in young relationships and whatever, but, but, um, for people who've been together for like 40 years, we're like, listen to this guy and shut the fuck up. <laughs> but, but, you know, but what we're saying is finding a way, finding, and, and I would can only imagine going forward, it's routines like actually having routines and awareness around each other and, and, uh, and creating, creating these things. Mm. Like I, I have another concept that I like, which is never stop dating. And it's, you know, I'm not talking about <laughs> dating other women while I'm with my girlfriend, but rather, you know, keep that element going, keep that excitement, that, that which you did at the beginning. Yeah. It's the same idea, keeping things youthful. Yeah. Keeping things moving. Totally. No, I can't agree. I really agree. It's for me, what's really worked is like really little actual things you can do is like still be playful, you know, and still be make it clear that you still find your partner attractive or you find them sexy and surprise them with you know fun and silly things. It might be that they walk through the door and you're wearing her underwear, you know, if that floats your boat. <laughs> um, you know, it's well, fun, it's playful, it's something a bit different instead of just kind of like always being just like oh they're on their way home you know they come home we eat some food you get into that routine and in, in the in my tantra teachings they really talk about scheduling like we schedule everything but you don't schedule people don't schedule like you know you won't put in your diaries okay on a on a, every second tuesday we're gonna have the night in and we're gonna you know get some make some nice food early in the evening and then we're just gonna have sex the rest of the evening mm. like you know try that out for size and see how that works for you i'm sure that'd be a huge improvement upon the stagnating sex Oh. That was a big breath there. Yeah, it was a big breath. I had a little breath to let out. <laughs> you, spoke, you spoke in a straight sentence just before it. So I think uh, we've pretty much covered everything uh, in that respect. And then to conclude, there was a point that it can be seen that for men, by and large, it's much more like a physical aspect men are more like in their body with sex and women are more mental about sex and more emotional um, by mental i mean in their heads and not not crazy more, more uh, emotional about about sex um but actually you know through this discussion what one of the biggest things that i've been getting is that more than anything it's that from a young age we don't express and, and nor are we taught to express love and emotions and intimacy very well mm. and and actually that is part of it like we as a human being we actually do yearn for human connection it's just it, it's just fucking innate like yeah like the older i get the more i recognize it yeah, yeah touch and and feeling between people is just really important just you know from people we we actually and I think this is something that our society, especially in London, struggles with is like we lack physical contact so much. I think it just makes us very separate and very distant. 
and it causes a lot of unhappiness in your life. You know, I was at my tantra school of, uh, last week and they talked about how, you know, seven hugs a day will just make you feel better as a human being. Like, can make you feel mm. happier, make you healthier all around. Like, it just makes your energy better. Mm. And, you know, I couldn't agree more. Like, if you start hugging people for your day, mm. it will just make all the world of difference because that physical contact will will just kind of, you know, you, you give people energy, you give them love and, it, and the reverse happens too. I agree. This episode was brought to you by Hugs. Hugs, <laughs> hugs by Huggies. <laughs> they hugs sponsor good hugs, big hugs all around the world, yeah. uh, making people feel warm and fuzzy and huggy. Mm. We have hugs in all sizes. <laughs> One size fits all hugs. And we have a discount code mm. for hugs. Feather like hugs. <laughs> so the, the, the last thing we want to say as well, and this is a very important point, because as much as we've been talking about men, um, you know, there are also women on this planet. And, and the main thing about here is is that women love sex too. And in fact, I think David, I mean, this actually was your point, so I'm stealing it, but um, they actually love it more than men. Yeah, I think this is something that society often, the rhetoric, the standard rhetoric of society, um, I think there's a, a changing of the guard myself, but there is this kind of idea amongst many men that like, you know, women aren't in, as into sex as, as men and i i found for my life this has been not has not been the, the case mm. that's been my personal experience <laughs> at all is that women love to have sex as much if not more than men and in for me physically they enjoy sex more than men do and possibly men can do because they allow they're much more willing to let the motion and the emotion get into the the sexual intercourse boom so there you go so that is what it's all about. Why do men confuse sex with intimacy? Do men just want sex? And do men confuse sex with intimacy? I think we've covered all of those three very well. Mm. We've gone into depth there. I uh, would love to hear your points of view on what we've said here today. And by you, uh, your, I mean you, the listener. Um, yeah, because this is a very deep topic, and especially for men. I, I think the women will find this a very curious and intriguing listen. Mm. Um, but uh, especially for the men to open up about how they feel. Yeah. I know there is a movement. We are becoming more open and free. So do share. Do let us know how you're, you're thinking and feeling. Drop us a message on our Instagram at Authentic Dating Series or send us an email to hello at AuthenticDatingSeries.com. Wicked. Cheers, guys. I think that's everything, right? That's a wrap. Guys, cheers, cheers. Bye-bye. See ya.